welcome to ESC Pulse, the podcast that beats into the heart of Eurovision. My name's Kylie, hello, hi, and it's not that bad of a year, people, calm down. And as always, joining me... Hello, my name's John, and instead of salad, I eat cakes and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like my diet. <laughs> That's a good my one. Family fri- my, fam- my family friendly um, diet song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although to be fair, I probably need to eat less cake and potatoes. I really need to lose weight. But anyway, hello and welcome to the first episode of our Eurovision 2022 review. Oh, I can't believe we've already made it like we're only five episodes away from um, rehearsal starting because yeah rehearsals all start just around about the time the last episode comes out so oh my god damn how (laughs) ah so um yep uh, in this episode we'll be covering the first half of semi-final one and our special guest that will be joining in to join in the fun with this episode is uh someone that we've known on twitter for quite a while and we decided why not try and get her on you might know her on twitter as ariana483 hello hey <laughs> hello <laughs> Hello, all the way from Canada. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Hey, so um, for those of you who are not familiar with you on Twitter, can you explain to us like how on earth you got into Eurovision, considering that you're in Canada? Yeah. Um. So I've kind of heard about it over the years with, like, through online friends just talking about it, and I'm like, oh, what's this? So I kind of got introduced to it that way. But at the time, the internet was so primitive. So I saw a bit of 2002 through someone's webcam. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, oh, this is neat. <laughs> yeah. And then I just kind of followed it. And then in 2006, I did a report on Kate Ryan. Because in my French class, we had to choose a French singer and interpret their songs. And I'm like, oh, yeah. she's doing Eurovision. I'm like, whoa. So I really got into it then. And then 2010, the streaming had really advanced and then 2011 i found there was a fandom on twitter so i joined in yeah (laughs) that's my that was my way into the eurovision world (laughs) yeah it's it's really good to hear countries from what you assume would be unlikely to um, get into eurovision which is always really good yeah yeah and and then i find little canadian connections here and there cool cool (laughs) Oh, like with Celine Dion and Annie Cotton and all, yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah. how, how do you manage to watch? How do you manage to watch the contest? Because I don't think it's a thing much in Canada. Is no, it? no. It's like now we have um, a television station called Omni, and it's like your international station. So now they've started to broadcast it, but that was only recently. So I've just been watching online. <laughs> really like is it really difficult because like when like when i visited canada like i i i wanted to watch some um eurovision videos to pass the time and it was geoblocked so yeah in 2006 
seen like I went to Stockholm and then I came home and all the videos were geo blocked. Oh, oh. so out comes the VPN. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Yeah. I, I think Stockholm was when we all met, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yay! Yeah, I remember meeting oh. you guys in the Eurovision Village too. Especially Kylie. I remember yeah. Kylie in the Eurovision Village. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a lovely time. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Ooh, I don't know where that noise came from. Uh, but anyway, oh. um, uh, let's move on to this year, the current year we're talking about. So um, before we talk about um, this first half in particular, why don't we... Um, first of all, let's talk about the year in general and our opinions on the semi-final as a whole. Because, like, as I kind of hinted in the intro, like, like so many people are just being overly negative about this year. Oh, it's the worst yeah. year ever. Yad yad yad. And I'm, and I'm just like, it's actually a pretty solid year. Like, I think part of it is because obviously. Like is is never gonna compare to last year because like it, it was just such a strong year and I think like mm. because a lot of national final favorites didn't win didn't really help and I also think mm -hmm. it's partly because a lot of the songs are not that instant it like um like it takes a few listens to really get into it so I fi think. Well, well, it happens every year, but trust me, by the time Maine starts, everyone would be like, oh my god, this is so awesome! And <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, and I find uh, like the countries are doing different things this year. A lot are tapping into their cultural sound, like Moldova, and then you have the Netherlands doing a Dutch song, and, and uh, um, Armenia's doing something more commercial, and it's yeah, things people are doing different things so maybe that's throwing people off a bit i don't know <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be surprised if that had a part to do with it yeah um yeah. what do you think john about this year in general i mean i'm looking down at the list and seeing how many songs i like and i've counted about 30 or more so that that can't be the worst contest ever surely <laughs> exactly like like <laughs> they're only yeah that's now I'm starting to see the tweets. Oh, this year isn't so bad after all. Kind of starting to trickle is off. Yeah, exactly. Every year the same. Yeah. Every yeah. Year. <laughs> oh, damn it. They I come around eventually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Like, even the songs, like, I don't dislike an awful lot of songs. And even so, like, I wouldn't say, like, I completely hate them. I'm just, like, mildly annoyed by the songs I don't rate, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Having been, having said that, having been really positive, we are covering my entire bottom three today. Oh, so... no! <laughs> <laughs> this particular podcast might be hard work, but... Yeah, there are a couple I'm not really keen on either today. Some yeah. of my favourites are in today, so we'll see if they clash. <laughs> Yeah, just looking at my rankings, there's a couple that are in my bottom five, so yeah. <laughs> um, so what about this semi-final? Um, the general opinion is that like 
I don't know which one is the strongest in terms of song quality, but the general consensus seems to be this is the one that's the more easier to make qualifier predictions out of because I think because <laughs> like the gulf between like the good songs and the well the not very competitive songs are like greater <laughs> in this semi-final we dare not say bad <laughs> <laughs> no 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 like there's enough negativity on social media so like like absolutely we, we want to be like as diplomatic as possible <laughs> <laughs> and also um what do you think of the semi-final ariana um pretty much same thoughts okay and uh what about you john i'm coming round to it um because all, all my spoiler alert all my biggest favorites are in the other semi-final but um uh. i am um really falling for some of the songs in this semi-final so <sighs> yeah I, I'm just hoping that they all make it through <laughs> yeah yeah I have a few I have a few more favorites in this semi-final so it's kind of gonna be a squeeze maybe to get all my favorites in the final <laughs> yeah um I think just having a quick skim through my rankings, I think mine are more evenly split, but like I haven't exactly like counted them, so yeah. Um, yeah, some songs are still growing on me too, so <laughs> yeah, the rankings always change, yeah, yeah. And um, also, I want to talk about this half in particular. I think this semi-final is well i think both semi-finals are pretty lopsided in terms of like their halves but like while the <laughs> second half of semi two is like packed i i think it's the same with the first half of semi one like a lot of the lot yeah of the, the lot of the countries that you'd expect to qualify are mostly in this first half so it's just kind of like uh, assuming that five from each half are going to qualify, it's just kind of like, uh, which five do you pick from these? <laughs> I could make a case for six of them, so we could be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, maybe it, it might be a rare case where six qualify from the first half, but, I mean, it, it could happen considering that there's more songs in the first half. Uh, for obvious reasons, but I digress. Anyway, <laughs> I I think we've um, rambled on a lot, uh, a bit, quite a bit. So I think we should just start getting into the review. So before we start, let's just explain how the voting goes for those of you who are listening to the first time. Uh, first of all, hello. <laughs> um, Hi. And um, second of all, uh, basically we go through all the songs and because we have no running order at time of recording, we're going to go through these in alphabetical uh. order. Uh, <laughs> uh, but knowing our luck is probably going to come come out while I'm editing this episode, which will be just great. <laughs> it uh, always happens. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to go through each of the songs one by one, and we're going to give our comments on what we like or don't like about the songs, and then we're each going to give a score between zero and five, zero for the worst and five for the best. 
And the public also give a score between 0 and 5, which is collected from our Google Docs forms. Uh, and the median of all the public schools are created to make a score. Okay, so are we ready to get started? Yay! Yay! Okay, so first song we're going to discuss. Albania. L'Albanie. This is Ranana Hayati with Secret, which you can't guess what that means. You know, I can't help you, but anyway, here's a clip. It's one of my favorites. I have a big bias for it. <laughs> um, it's it's different. It's like unconventional. There are many components to it. I remember people saying, "Ah, oh, it sounds like three songs in one or something." But I find with the right performer, you can make that work. It's like a standout. Ronella's really strong performer. She has such a big voice. She always nails the choreography, and she has like such a big personality. Yeah. And it, yeah. She's competitive. It's, yeah. It really stands out well for me. But. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, I am a little concerned because, like, as you said, it's like kind of like a mishmash of <laughs> different things. Like, I don't think it's like jarring, although towards the end it does feel a little bit on the incoherent side. Um, I, I do worry about its chances with the juries for that reason, mm -hmm. especially. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, especially when like this first half is quit pretty stacked. It's just kind of like, like I do worry about it a little bit. Uh, but like I think that you know if they really do well with the staging and you know Albania has done well with the staging in the last few years so I do have some confidence there like I do yeah. think it could like get through although as I say with this with this first half I'm a little bit worried because I just kind of feel like if you if you if you if anyone slips up that like, you could be in trouble if that makes sense <laughs> for sure yeah with a song like that this, I could see how maybe the staging could become messy pretty easily. I know her stylist, they made a comment that said that she'll look very modern and bombastic, but it'll also be a very different con concept than what we saw at the festival in Can Congos. Oh, okay. So there'll be, but the dancing will be more intense, but there'll be less performers. They said they'll, she'll have four performers, so maybe that'll look cleaner, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah. John, what do you think? Yeah, it, as, as you've already said, it's a bit of an ESC Pulse tradition to do the first episode without the running order. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, do, I do think that this seems like a logical opener. Um, I, hope, I hope I'm right. <laughs> and um, yeah, what an opener it would be. Um, yeah, yeah. Ronella's an amazing performer and I'm not worried at all, to be honest. I think 
going to sail through and do very well. Um, last year, there were a lot of strong female-led pop songs, and they kind of split the vote, I think. This year, um, I've only counted one other one. I might have missed somebody. Um, I've only counted one other song that's like this. So mm -hmm. I think there's a good chance that, that they'll do really well. Yeah, yeah, that is a good point, because there is a bit of a USP there in the context of this semi-final. Um, yeah. In regards to um, running order predictions, and this might age really badly can, if they release it in between editing, but um, I, <laughs> I, I've got this and another song uh, in mind for a potential opener, I think. Which we'll get on to later, obviously. Um, um, anything else before we give it the first scores of this first episode? Yeah. Yeah. Just pretty... Like, I guess anything can go however which way for the performers. I just know Ronella's really... she's She has lots of experience. She did Kanka Magic like five times and she has all this oh. TV experience. Yeah. So I think that'll work in her favor, hopefully, for the big stage. Yeah. That'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Certainly doesn't have she's, yeah. she's a versatile performer. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of experience certainly doesn't hurt. Um, <laughs> excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. Oh. Edit. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> So let's get on to the score. So um, I'm going to give this a three. What about you, John? Oh, um, I'll give Albania four. And Ariana? Four. And, uh, and the public, give it a three out of five. So... It's slightly stingy. Yeah, a little bit stingy, but uh, I, I do kind of feel like some songs... The, the this voting in this first half was a bit stingy. I haven't checked the other <laughs> episodes, but yeah, <laughs> you'll see. Um, anyway, uh, next up, Bulgaria, la Bulgarie. This is intelligent music project with intention. start because you know, sure. you know because obviously regular listeners of the podcast will know that bulgaria was my favorite the last two years running and so and oh god i don't think i've ever <laughs> experienced such a major downgrade like in my rankings from <laughs> one year to another quite like this it's just what oh, the dear. hell happened? <laughs> like, like I know they changed their delegation for some reason, and like whoever's doing their delegation now clearly doesn't know what the hell they're doing because it's just it's it's 
is just like possibly the most unappealing song in this whole lineup. Like, I can't think of a reason why anyone would vote for this. <laughs> like, not even the boomers who liked whatever band that Ronnie Romero was in in the 80s. Like, <laughs> like uh, 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 here's a funny thing. Like, you know, I'm not exactly young, right? I'm 34 years old, and I'd honestly never heard of the guy until they announced this entry, which, you know, really goes to show how on the pulse this new delegation is. And it's just... Uh, like I don't, I know we said we're not going to be like terribly rude, but it's just, you know, it, this is pretty much like the punching bag of the fandom <laughs> this year for a reason. And like just looking at the my Eurovision scoreboard, um, schools. Hang on, it's just loading up. Um, yeah, it's dead last in the with um like all the. School, user schools on that and um, yeah it's just like it's just like just really ploddy song done by a bunch of tired boomers who are trying to be all hey how you do fellow kids and it's just, <laughs> just got it's really probably the weakest chorus of the whole contest this year it's just yeah it's just yeah, it's just and it, and as I said, because they were my favorite two years running, uh, the last two years it stings even more. So, yeah, I'm I'm depressed. <laughs> well, say what you really think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, who wants to follow that up? <laughs> um. Well, they've, they've got Stoyan. Yeah. That's, if we're going to look for positive. That's, yeah, okay, that's one positive, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they put the backing vocalist, that Slavin Slavchev, he won X Factor in 2014, so they have a bit of a voice in the back to help their backing vocals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this, so this song has been in our lives for quite a long time um but it it hasn't really grown on me in in all that time um it as as you've already said it's probably the weakest in my opinion the weakest song um you know i do like a good rock song in eurovision that has impact and a strong melody this one doesn't have either of those things um yeah, I don't really know what else to say. I don't want to say just like one last thing that I just remembered <laughs> as you were talking that um, like as much as I just ranted about this song, this is actually my second last place. So <laughs> yeah, it's not the song I dislike the most this year. So that's one positive at least. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 hang on to that. <laughs> um ariana do you have anything to add yeah i agree it sounds really washed up it kind of sounds like music that would be coming from my friend's dad's basement and i think he might oh. even skip this song I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it, 
when you I think like when they drop names like they collaborated with Toto, Black Sabbath, Stevie Wonder, Phil Collins, you expect something better than this. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's like they have like rock success in Greece a bit, but like one of their other more successful songs is way better than what they drop here. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're a talented bunch they just forgot about the song yeah <laughs> and like the whole intelligent music project when i was reading about them they they're like put together by this businessman oh and, no so they're and yeah i think he wrote the song as well yeah he wrote yeah and then he says oh but i don't sing because i don't have a good voice and that's <laughs> but he yeah he's kind of like the mastermind behind this and Every few years, the band changes that they're like, yeah, changes members or something. Yeah. So this band is just basically a rich guy's vanity project is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Oh, and also another thing I, I just remembered, like, after you mentioned the whole, the fact that this b band's name is called Intelligent Music Project just makes me <laughs> laugh because they've just got such a pretentious name for such yeah. a tired sound you know like you know if it was like something that sounded like apex twin or something like that like you could get away with a name like that but not with y y y this you know <laughs> it's at times like this i really miss equinox <laughs> <laughs> I, I I listened to that song recently and I thought I miss you guys so much. Oh, yeah, um, they had more potential. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At least you know they had ambition. This doesn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, any last complaints about this before we give it the slaughtering the scores? <laughs> I forgot my positive. Kind of like the verses kind of there's more of like an energy in it but then it just it gets tired fast oh yeah the verses are much better than the chorus yeah, yeah. okay so let's do the scores so um i'll, I'll give it a one for effort <laughs> yeah one one and it's a one from the public so it's a full house <laughs> of ones <laughs> wow beat that I'm actually surprised they didn't get a full zero from the public. So, I mean, it it very rarely happens, but we've ha we've had had it a couple of times. So, yeah. Anyway, next song. Latvia. La Lettonie. This is this is City Zenny with Eat Your Salads. I'm a fan. It's catchy. It's kind of silly. It has a good message. I find it has, um, it reminds me of Latvia 2013, except 
this time I think they might be successful with it mm-hmm. just because they're more they're more engaging and um the fir- I find the first 10 seconds has you hooked in because of that line <laughs> so it catches your it's attention grabbing right off the bat um I find the live performance they really elevated it uh, but I know they're changing things they're they're trying different things even in the national finals so we'll have to see how that goes and I'm just one like but I'm a I love all the brass in the song um yeah it's they're they're really charismatic they have good uh good uh, presence together they make it a lot of fun um and yeah what I'm unclear about is what they'll do about that word. I guess they expect the audience to know it and yell it or something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can hear the EBU executives swaying like crazy right now. It's <laughs> funny you mentioned that because I do remember like when they won the national final, like people were saying, saying, oh, like even though that they, they, they're going to blank out that bit in the live performance, you just know <laughs> that the audience are going to scream that word. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the debut might have to use their um, anti-booing technology to... Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a bit weird because if you asked me to talk about this song, like, when like a few weeks ago I would have been a lot more ranty but like I, I do want to give it the benefit of the doubt because like as you say musically it's not incompetent it's actually pretty <laughs> well done and for that reason I don't expect the juries to give it like an absolute butchering because I can imagine a lot of jury members who probably don't know English that well are probably going to hear the musical arrangement and go, ah, this is interesting. I might give this a couple of points. So, yeah, because, like, it's funny because, like, you mentioned, like, 10 years ago if Latvia sent this, it would have bombed horribly. But because we're in the age of TikTok, I can't yeah. discount its mm. chances at all. Um, yeah, it went viral on there. <laughs> yeah, and um, but like, like I, I do appreciate the message because, like, it's a message I do believe in. You know, kind of like because like like the meat industry has a negative effect on the environment Mm -hmm. and we should save the environment and stuff like that but it's just like the way they go about with their message just makes me want to invade their stage performance by pelting them with buckets of kfc (laughs) 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 Uh, it's just it just comes across as pretty like obnoxious and kind of smug in a way but oh i don't know what that noise came from uh but you know it's just like i I, as much as like find this is incredibly stupid i can't hate it so (laughs) john what do you think (laughs) no (laughs) not for john (laughs) That's all you're gonna say is just no. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd say that's it. I, actually, oh, well, I don't know how that phrase goes, but uh, that was very simple enough. So, um, anything else before we give it a score? <laughs> I will no. say that I will say that. That they are a good group, and um, I watched the Barcelona party, the pre-party last night, mm-hmm. and I did bump up this song one place in my ranking <laughs> on on the strength of their live performance. Okay, so um, let's give Latvia a score. Um, I'm gonna give this a one. <laughs> one, three. And the public gave it a 2 out of 5, which is more than I was expecting, to be honest. Uh, like, to any listeners who are wondering, like, are they going to be this ranty for the rest of the episode? Like, don't worry. At least on my part, I don't plan on doing any more rants, so... <laughs> the only way is up, as the, that song goes. Baby. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started singing. We're supposed to be reviewing songs. Okay, so um, next up, Lithuania. La Lituanie. This is Monica Liu with Sentimente, which means sentiments. hear this song the more i'm convinced that this is monica's world and we are just tenants <laughs> um yeah monica is it um she she is an icon she's the legend and she is the moment <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on now she i i really like her and um, i really this song has grown on me so much since I first heard it. When I first heard it in the national final, I was surprised that it was so popular. But now, I really like this and I want it in the final. And I I don't know what we've got to do to get it there, but, you know, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, this... It's so, it's so nice a song as well. It's such chill vibes, um, and I I love her style and and yeah, just everything about her really. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I agree a lot with what you said, John. Like uh, it did take me a few listens to like really really like this song, and I just kind of like. Hmm. Just kind of like that whole kind of like seventies kind of like vibe it's going for, and um, I, I did look up the uh, translation of the lyrics, and like there's some like references to Lithuanian folklore and stuff like that, which is quite interesting. And yeah, I, like I, I I quite really like this, and like if it was up to me, like it would easily be going to the final. But it's just. It's not impossible. Like, they do have a couple of friends to rely on. Like, there's Latvia, obviously, and they have a diaspora in Norway. So, 
Like, it's not mm. impossible, but I just worry, like, in this first half, like, is it too understated? Like, I, maybe I'm just being overly worrisome and I'll qualify with these, but yeah, it's just kind of like, like, th there is, th there's actually a, like, a few songs in the semi-final where it's just kind of like, oh, like, I'm worried that it's too understated for this semi and all the rest of that, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I really hope we're wrong. Yeah. I really hope we're wrong. I'll tell you what, if they put her on second, I will flip. Oh, me too. <laughs> Ugh. Um, Ariana, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. She's one of my personal favorites. I want to see her in the final. She's actually been on my wish list since about 2014. There was a woman on Twitter. She was American. She actually moved to Lithuania and met Monica. And then she shared her music. I'm like, whoa, I love this artist. So I've wow. always been hoping that she turned up in the national final. But I agree. I find, I hope that she's um, like engaging enough to draw people in and get them voting because I find it's really a hypnotizing sound. It's a refined sound. I know we don't understand the lyrics when we hear them, but I kind of I hope like um, the message kind of seeps through when you listen because they are profound lyrics. I, I really appreciate them. Um, yeah, uh, she's really diverse. I find she really tapped into her jazz background in her performance since she studied jazz at the university and she was a recurring lead vocalist for her university jazz ensemble. So I think she's really nailed that genre down. Yeah, I love the retro sound. Um, it's really, it's uh, reminiscent of her second album. A lot of her second album, a lot of her music on her second album has that kind of sound like reminiscent, nostalgic and yeah, and you know, she has lots of home support, and she has a lot of TV experience behind her. She was on The Masked Singer, The Voice, and the Lithuanian Golden Voice. So I think she's good there. Um, yeah, but I could also see it as kind of niche. Maybe not everyone will go for it, to, but fingers crossed. <laughs> hey, fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Um, it's a really I slinky song. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> She's gotta re she's gotta return to Vilnius Airport as a queen, as she said. <laughs> oh yes. Um yeah. I do love it when, when you when you have an artist that you already love and then they make it to Eurovision. That's Yeah. I, think, I love that really feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know she does a lot of other things. She's like really diverse uh, in electronic music, and then she went into indie electronic, and she does a little bit of electro hip hop. And then she's done vocals for a hip hop group. It's like, wow, <laughs> that's a neat artist, yeah. Wow. Wow, she's got a lot of range. Then I need to check. Yeah, out and then she also, stuff. yeah, she also co-wrote this time from 2015. Oh, okay. Oh, I like that song. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was a cute <laughs> song. I quite like that one. Yeah. Okay, anything else on Lithuania before we give it a score? Yeah. 
I guess her artistry kind of comes out too. She's done artwork on scarves, some buildings. She's done album covers. Neat. Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, yeah. so um, okay, so let's get on with the scores. I'm gonna give this a four. Yeah, I'll yeah. give it a four as well. Four. And the public give it a three out of five. Hmm. By by the way, Kylie, what? What date is your birthday on? Uh, February 16th. Oh, she was born exactly one week before you. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I have more, even more of a reason to support her now. Oh, oh that's crazy. Because, <laughs> like, like, I think Adele was, is, like, a month younger than me so it's kind of like oh my god oh wow yeah uh, okay so um let's move on to the next song moldova la moldavie uh, i'm gonna butcher this pronunciation i apologize in advance um this is stop she's dub and fratzi advahov with trenetsul which means the train Hey ho, let's go for glory and rock and roll. Black and red moon the east, Chisinau and Bucharest. Hey ho, let's go for glory and rock and roll. Black and red moon the east, Chisinau and Bucharest. First of all, before we get into the song, I just want to say. How the hell is this so unpopular with the fandom? Like, I'm looking at... Preach! Yeah, like, I'm looking at the My Eurovision School Board, like, collective, like, results, and it's, like, 35 out of 40, and I don't understand... I don't understand... How could they? I don't understand why, because, like, you'd expect, like... First of all, like, it's a band that's been in Eurovision multiple times before. And, like, the type of song, like, you'd expect the fandom to go crazy for this. Like, I don't understand why. Yeah, I think it'll Sorry. click after they see it on stage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like, by the way, I did read on Eurovoir that they're planning to have an actual train on stage. <laughs> and, <so>, like... <laughs> Oh my god, it's yes. going to be so epic. I cannot wait. <laughs> like, it's just, like, so fun and, like, so, like, uh, you know, so Balkan sounding. Like, I just can't help but love it. And, like, I'm... This is one of the few songs in this first half I'm not worried about. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, barring a disaster this is pretty much going through and <laughs> I can already imagine a lot of the fandom going, oh, how did this qualify? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just, uh, but whatever, I don't care. I love this song. It, I can't wait to see what they do on stage with the big train. It's just, oh my god, it, it's gonna be amazing. Big train. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, who wants to go next? 
Sure, I'll go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey ho, let's go. Folklore and rock and roll. Yay! I'm for it too. I love it. It's like it makes me think of shaking a can of soda and you're opening it. Like and it's just so much <laughs> so much fun energy. I love it. And I gotta commend them for making it through the twenty eight live auditions. <laughs> That's always quite a process. <laughs> yeah, I saw Aliona Moon was on the journey, so I liked her votes there. Um, yeah, it makes you want to be on the party train with them. And and there's a bonus if there's an impressive rug. <laughs> and I love when they said that maybe the grandmother will be there. I like the, how they hinted to them. <laughs> It'd be so cute. Yeah. Um, I wonder like how well it'll do. I kind of, I think it might do better than So Lucky, but maybe not as good as their 2005 one, Bunica Patidoba. Yeah, not I can sure. see that. Yeah, it might land in the middle somewhere. And I saw that they'll have a verse in English, so I don't think that'll really ruin anything. It'll still keep up the atmosphere. And, yeah. Yeah. And they they have that those two um, musicians, Frazzi Adbahov. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So they'll be adding their own folk sound, too, because they're a folk orchestra. So that'll be a neat addition. Hey, What about yeah. you, John? Down will do for my little pet country. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do think that um, at this stage, um, uh, Zdovshi's dub need to be instated as Moldova's official break glass in emergency act. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> the, the, um, I, w I remember watching this year's Moldova selection and it was hard work. <laughs> yeah, they, totally. They, they, saved, they saved things, definitely. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this is this is their third time in Eurovision. And I'm not, um, not sad about that at all. I mean, no. you know, more, t more, more. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, and I, I think uh, one day a bunch of us do need to do the Kishinau to Bucharest train. Yes! yes. Yep. <laughs> Party train. Woo! Yeah, I love the message. Like, they're promoting using the public transportation. And they even launched the song at the railway station when the service began. It was a nice atmosphere. So cool. <laughs> Aww. As someone who relies on public transport because I've never learned how to drive, like, I cannot agree more. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> Put more into the infrastructure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, anything else before we give it a score? Nope. Okay, I'm going to give this a four. I will also give it a four. I'll give it a five. And the public, give it a three out of five, which is more than I was expecting, to be <laughs> honest. That's pretty good. Yeah. Ah. Okay, so next up... The Netherlands. Libiba. This is Estine with the deep there, which means the deep, if you can't guess. <laughs> Oh, my leaf, oh, put it now. 
my number two and my favorite of the first semi but i just i just love this song it's just like it makes me so emotional and it's just got like the production is just really really nice and atmospheric this is the kind of production i like and uh it's just <laughs> like if to any regular listeners this will probably come as no surprise to anyone because i just love these kind of eurovision songs um i i do say that like like as, as popular as it is with the fandom and you know considering how ma- many people have been complaining about oh there's too many ballads which you know first of all there's there actually isn't that many ballads um i'm surprised it's that is like number three on the my eurovision scoreboard app and and like but like I want to believe that this is a definite qualifier, but there's just like a small part of my brain that's just irrationally worried and just like, <laughs> like, I really hope I'm wrong because like, if this somehow bombs, like, I will be beyond gutted. Um, okay, so um, who wants to go next? Yeah, sure. Uh, I agree. I love it. It was, for me, it was the first wow moment. And it was the first song that I felt enthusiastic to put on repeat. So I was listening to it over and over. It's so it is emotional. You get that melancholic, beautiful, emotional sound. Um, the production quality is really high. Um, when she was first announced, when I checked her out, I saw she was had like a really alternative pop she had some rap so she had like a mixture of sounds and i'm like i'm not too sure because some songs were really hit and missed so i didn't know what she was going to come up with for eurovision and then i was like blown away from by her track like whoa i love it yeah and um i love that it's in dutch it suits the song i find like the message is regarding like mental how mental health and how you can feel after a breakup and I find that message can be conveyed through the feeling of the song really well. So I think that'll translate well. I think it's a sure qualifier, fingers crossed. And um, I had similar chills to when I first heard Arcade. Of course, the playing field is totally different this year, but I just noticed that I was like, oh, wow, maybe, maybe. (laughs) Um, Yeah, those those are my thoughts about them, about it. I also want to say because you mentioned that it reminded you of arcade um i i did as well but it also reminded me of like some of the ballads on blanche's album like a more yeah true yeah like a more yeah it's more more acoustic version of those kind of songs Mm -hmm. yeah it's like it reminded of arcade but on a more in-depth level like you say with blanche's music it's more in-depth it's it's yeah really lovely and yeah, I'm a sucker for the traditional carnival music, but I'm happy to see the language showcased in the contemporary way that really works. Yeah. What about you, John? I tell you what, if the Netherlands keep bringing out songs of this caliber, they're going to win again soon. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I can't really add very much to what you've said. I, it's, I think it's the strongest song of this semi-final. Yeah, for um, sure. I know that it's going to be impeccably staged. 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the staging. Sorry, did I cut you no, off there? No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh no, yeah, I'm just saying the the director for Your Vision 2021 is directing her performance, so that's kind of a good sign. Oh, Hopefully, yeah. is yeah, that's yeah. Mark Marnick's cart. <laughs> very good sign. And um, yeah, lately I've been falling in love with the Dutch language, and mm-hmm. it sounds really beautiful in this song. Um, yeah, good job. Really like this. Yay! Okay, so let's give it a score. So I'm obviously going to give this a five. Five. To, yeah, I think Oops. I'm going to have to give it a five as well. Yeah, five from. Okay, and the public give it a four out of five. So like, yeah, close. Yeah, I mean, like it's not often they give a full five, but so like it's a four is still really good. So yay. Okay, so we got three songs left to discuss in this first half, so next up... Slovenia. La Slovenie. This is LPS with Disco. Because, like, I don't think as a song it's that bad. I mean, um, like, it, it's clear, like, the, there is some sort of, like, m- musical quality in, in there. But I, I don't want to sound too rude because, like, they look super young. So it's just kind of like, I don't want to, like, pick on the little guy kind of thing. But it's just, like... In terms of its competitiveness, it's just like I, I don't see how it's going to qualify, barring like um, spoil alert for those who haven't seen Fire Saga, but like barring like a boat bomb, oh. I don't see how this is qualifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like the song is perfectly fine um i mean it's not amazing and like i said they're a really young band so like they do have potential to do something better in the future but it's just like competitive speaking like this is pretty much like a no hope uh, sorry yeah i, I like it but only because it grew on me it mm. didn't really strike me at first but first listen actually kind of made me sleepy and it reminds me of like cruise ship dinner music but like <laughs> I actually I, I enjoyed it like yeah yeah this is really pleasant and it when they won their national final they were really like an unexpected winner for me I was like oh wow and they're like the first act to come out of EMA fresh so that's kind of neat um it kind of strikes me as a jury pleaser but it's um uh, they actually won with the televote when they came out of their national final. So I'm like, okay, people are actually kind of going for this. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't find it competitive at all. Um, I le- I kind of like the, the soul pop, the funk, the blues, rock, jazz. It's, it's kind of like a loungy kind of music. I know they're, they're attempting like quirky to be quirky and fresh and 
like retro and funky. So I kind of appreciate them for going for that sound, but I think they definitely have more room for development. Like you say, they're pretty young and they met in the music room of their school and it's, they're a pretty recently formed group and yeah. And I like how they're going to keep it in Slovenian. I find the language comes out nice in the song. Kind of sounds natural. Yeah. Uh, what about you, John? I'm not really a fan, I'm afraid. I mean, they, they, there's, some, there's something um, quite charming about the group. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really a fan of the song. Um, particularly the 1 minute 15 mark, there is a chord progression which I find so unpleasant that it actually made me shudder. Oh, no. And um, songs don't usually do that to me. <laughs> oh, no. Um, if 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 you if you've heard the song enough times, you'll know which bit I mean. But um, it's it's better than Bulgaria. True. 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 Although, to be fair, it's not exactly that. Hard. <laughs> the bar is low. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So um. Anything else on Slovenia before we give it a score? I like their band name, Last Pizza Slice. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <sighs> and they're going to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Good timing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's Good. get into the scores. Okay, so I'm going to give this a two. One, sorry. Two. Okay, and the public gave it a three out of five, which was a lot more than I was expecting, to be honest. <laughs> I was tempted to give it a three, but I kind of agree with John on that chord pro progression part. <laughs> <laughs> I... I I think I might know which bit you're referring to, but I'm gonna have to re-listen to it. Like, yeah. Is that, is that... Oh yeah, that bit. Yeah, yeah. I can see how that will sound a bit unsettling. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, next up, Switzerland. La Suisse. This is Marius Bear with "Boys Do Cry." A mountain they crumble. Rivers they run dry and all oh, 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 boys do cry and how they cry. Pixar. Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah, it totally yep. sounds like something that would have been up or something like that. Yeah. I think this is the most underrated song of the lot. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm looking on the Eurovision scoreboard app and they've got it in 38th out of 40, Oof. which is ridiculous, which is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. Um, like, like I said know, earlier, I... it's that annoying, like, anti-ballad crew that just, I just find really yeah. annoying. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> Yeah, I've 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 seen a lot of people go, Oh, it's a sad boy. 
you know, things to that effect. Oh, by the um, way, I've got I've got a rant about that when when I get promoted. <laughs> but carry on. I keep interrupting you, but, just, but yeah, sorry. Carry on. No, <laughs> you're all right. No, um, it's just the kind of thing that's exactly up my street. That kind of timeless sound. Um, I have to admit, I've only listened to this song twice. Once when it came out, and once just before we we went to record this. But it's it's growing it's growing on me a lot, and I think it's going to continue to grow on me. I've got it just nestling outside my top ten, and I think it's going to go higher. Oh, okay. The missing piece here, the missing piece for me is the um, what the staging is going to be like, because I haven't seen this live, but I think it has real potential to be a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but, did. I did see that the Sasha Jean Baptiste group are doing the staging, so like, it, oh, it, good. It, it will it will look good at the very least. Oh well, I've got high hopes now, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I do agree with you. Like, I I'm not crazy about the song, but like, I do think like it's being oh like the fandom are being way too harsh about it because because mm. again like there's a big part of the fandom online that's kind of like oh we only want bops and gimmicky songs like ballads are the worst thing ever blah, 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 blah. and I, I just find those people extremely annoying um <clears throat> like <laughs> like i do think this song is like ve- like very nice like like I don't think this is a safe pick from Switzerland at all. Like sending a super understated song like this is actually a very risky pick, I think. And yeah. and like like I saw someone say that this is kind of a little bit like a Louis Armstrong ballad, and I can kind of hear that a little bit. Like I do, I do think it's quite like sweet and like as like sounds very nice and stuff like that um here's where i get into the rant about the whole sad boy label which Mm. irritates the hell out of me because like all right just to clarify like i strongly identify as a feminist but like there's a lot of women in the fandom that are just like absurdly characteristically feminist where it's just kind of like all the stupid stereotypes like that misogynists have about feminists like that's what they sound like kind of thing like they label this and duncan and john's tears as like sad boy songs like oh i hate sad boy songs and stuff like that and it just really pisses me off because like as i said i identify as feminist i hate the patriarchy and what a lot of these women don't understand is that the patriarchy has a bad effect on men as well like especially like men's mental health and you know you know like the uh, i don't know what the exact statistic is but like i think it's men under the age of 50 like suicides like the biggest cause of death for men under 50 or something like that and like there's a huge stigma against like men being open about their mental health and stuff like that and like these 
idiots going like, oh, sad boy, ha ha ha, just like really does not help that. So like whenever I see people like making fun of sad boys, it just really pisses me off. And <laughs> but uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, that's my rant over. Uh, in terms of its actual chances, like I am extremely worried. Like, I, like I mentioned with Lithuania, like I'm worried this is way too understated for a pretty packed first half and it's just kind of like mm, uh, like I because I, I know that I know Switzerland the last few years are like really turned the time to making an effort and I just like I hope this isn't gonna like be a setback for them if this doesn't qualify do you know what I mean that's <laughs> it Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, Ariana, what do you think? Yeah, um, I'm a little indifferent on it. I think I was really harsh when it first came out. I didn't say it was like a oh, sad boy, whatever. But um, like I found it sleepy, and it didn't really catch me at yeah. first. But I do, I do appreciate the sweetness. I like that you say that they're taking a risk. I definitely agree with that because I really appreciate the vulnerability of the singer. And um, yeah, and uh, they say they were looking, like the delegation was looking for a contemporary striking song with a strong and clear understandable message. And then at first I was like, that's what they chose, really? And it was like chosen by a panel of 100 and there was an international jury involved. I was like, out of all the songs, that's what they chose, really. But then I could, I'm growing to appreciate it more, too, especially how you bring up that it does showcase, like, it like it addresses that boys do have emotions, too, and things like that. And it's done in a more sensitive way. I don't like boys with emotions from Melfest at all, but I, yeah, like, I, appreciate, I appreciate this more because it feels more honest and true and i love yeah. the cinematic element like you say it's like pixar like it, yeah it has and it yeah. has that potential to make a special moment on stage yeah okay anything else on switzerland before we move on to the scores yeah something i find neat is that like he's doing this like emotional song but he was educated like he was in university for like machinery mechanics so then he oh, just wow. went down him yeah he was like more of a technical mind and then he just went down this musical path and he yeah <laughs> i find that always neat when people start off on a total different path and then find their way into music and make this really pretty song so, oh wow yeah, yeah that's quite Ooh. interesting yeah yeah, yeah. so be neat to see how it comes across on stage. Yeah. Mm, hopefully, it'll be great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just glad it's not Stephen Bear. <laughs> that's 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 a niche reference, I know. But if you don't know who that is, it's a British reality TV contestant who's been acting a bit of a prat. Um, <laughs> I've yeah, no I've seen him on Twitter a bit. <laughs> Reference referenced. <laughs> I, I have no idea who you're talking about, but I'm going to take your word for well, it. Yeah, um, I don't think you want to know, really. 
<laughs> yeah, it's probably for the best. Okay, so let's give Switzerland a score. I'm going to give this a three. Um, I think it'll be a four for now, which I may come to regret if I if the sun grows on me even more, but it's a four <laughs> for now. Three. And the public, they gave it a one out of five. Oh. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have. So we have one underrated. Last... <laughs> yeah, underrated. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have one last song to discuss, and we're going to discuss that now. Ukraine. Ukraine. This is Kalush Orchestra with Stephania. Stephania mama, mama. song before obviously addressing the big elephant in the room so <laughs> like obviously like what when it first got selected like when i was watching the national final i i really enjoyed it like it's you know it's like very kind of like inventive like mixing like like folks like traditional ukrainian folk sounds with like hip-hop and stuff like that and i thought the staging was very well done like 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 everyone in the crowd was like bopping along with it and having fun and stuff like that so i do think that you know this on its own like it is a very very good entry it's very strong and stuff like that now let's discuss the elephant of the room. Now, obviously, because of what's going on, a lot of people are saying, oh, Ukraine's totally going to win, stuff like that. And first of all, I just get really annoyed when people say, like, before even rehearsals have started, like, there's no other outcome than one country winning. It's just, like comes across as very short-minded in my opinion like maybe that's just me because i prefer to like keep options open and look at the bigger picture and stuff like that but like 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 even like i know john said before like there's no such thing as a sympathy vote in eurovision and like obviously that goes without saying because you know a great example with that because like the last time we had a competing country well, a war just started was Bosnia in 20 in not 20 in 1993 and like you know that was a really strong song with a very impactful performance and it didn't come anywhere close to winning in fact it was somewhere around the teens or something like that which you know personally I think that was criminally underrated but whatever so the song itself like well I said like on its own is a very strong entry it's not it's not enough of it's not strong enough for people to compel people to go oh it's ukraine and i'm totally going to vote for this like i just feel like there's not enough of a compelling reason for loads and loads of people to go i want this to win if that makes sense however if 
if Alina Pasha's song did not get disqualified, I would be definitely saying, yeah, there's no other outcome than Ukraine winning, barring a disaster, because I felt like, because that song was directly talking about the whole situation, it, it would have been a lot more compelling for people to vote for it. So, like, yeah, well, I do think Ukraine are, barring a disaster, definitely going to be top 10 but like unless some of the contenders really stuff it up I, I, I struggle to see it winning so who wants to follow that up yeah sure yeah um I really enjoyed it too it really surprised me in a good way during the national final it really popped out I love their staging I love their theme. I love the folk fusion that you were saying. I love that they're bringing rap to Eurovision in, in a really like a good quality kind of way. Um, yeah, I noticed they were they kind of formed the Kalush Orchestra for Eurovision. Like they started as Kalush and then they added two more people. So that was kind of cool. And yeah, I like the message, how it's about the singer's mother and good memories and connections to the past. And it's neat that Kalish is uh, Ole, the singer there, the Ole's hometown. So it's really connected with things that mean a lot to them. It's personal. And I find that really translates well into their performance. Mm -hmm. um, I know one of their lyrics, it kind of roughly translates to I will always walk to by broken roads. It's, so I wonder if they'll kind of what kind of images they'll display and yeah on their staging yeah so i hope they make it to eurovision without anything going wrong and i know they're filming they are they already filmed or they're filming their live on tape in places near the polish border so hopefully they stay safe and make it i think they'll definitely be in top 10 too <laughs> and what about you john um, it's difficult to know what to say, really. Um, I mean, I, 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 will, I will keep it to, um, about the, the song itself, which I, which I do really like. Um, this, you know, this is what Ukraine do, does really well at, at Eurovision. It's the mixture of modern pop and hip hop sounds with um, folk sounds. And um, while I don't think it's as good as Shum from last year, um, I think I, I think it's really going to be a, a moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I said earlier that there's two songs I have in mind for opening this, the opening the semi, and this is the second one for me. Like I've seen other people. Oh, yeah, I've seen other people mention yeah. it as well that it would actually make a lot of sense for for the EBU to have Ukraine perform first. Yeah, we have Ihor back. The flute, the flautist guy, Ihor. Oh, yeah! Yeah, because he was yeah. in um, Go A as well last year. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we haven't got long to find out what the running order is. I mean, knowing our luck, it'll come out just after we finish recording. But, um... <laughs> Ah, okay. Anything else on Ukraine before we give it a score? 
Okay, so I'm going to give this a four. Um, it's a three from me. A four. And the public, give it a four out of five. Good. Uh, okay, so that's the first half of semi-final done. That's episode one done. So before we leave, I just want to say a big thank you to Ariana for coming in. It's been hey, Thanks for having me. Yay, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. And um, yeah, yeah, hopefully we'll have you back on at some point, um, depending yeah. on the, the time differences and everything. <laughs> yeah, come back soon. Yay. Will do. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, voting for the other four episodes is still open. It, each episode's voting closes just before we start recording. So, like, make sure you pay attention because um, the link to all the voting forms for all the episodes is on our website which is escpulse.com so you can check out check us out on there and you can also subscribe to our podcast on apple music and spotify and yeah so that's it for this week uh we'll be back next week to discuss the second half of semi-final one which will be pretty interesting i think it's fair to say so until then 